Welcome back, failures. I'm Tiana, the founder and your host, aka the queen of situationships and relationships gone wrong. And I'm Brent, the king of good times and blurred lines, but I'm also a romantic at heart. These are our real-life tales of fails. Buckle up. It's going to be a ride. Hi, Brent. Hey, Tiana. I miss you. I miss you. I usually so... talk. <laughs> yeah, I know. we usually talk so much more, and you've been busy. I know. I, I, I barely sleep right now. <laughs> it's, no, it's like ridiculous. <laughs> like every morning, I like wake up and I'm like, it's only been three hours. Like, oh, then I like get up I'm, and go on with my day. I'm going through Tiana withdrawals. I'll be honest Aww. with you. I needed you this last week, and I had so much drama to tell you, and you didn't even call me. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, she must be busy adulting. She actually has to work now. I'm so used to Tiana, like, not working. And <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm a little needy. So <laughs> you not being there for me this week was hard. <laughs> oh, I unfortunately had a lot of clients that needed me. And I was like... Yeah. Oh my gosh, between like family stuff, like family obligations and then clients, I was like, I forgot how to work. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to being an adult. I know. I didn't, I didn't even go on a date like the entire week because. I I know you've been working. mm Mm-hmm. Like a crazy person. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's good to get back to it and. Life is getting back to normal for you. It sounds like maybe a little bit more than normal, busier than normal. You know, honestly, like any other year, like my workload would be like nothing. But because it's been so long that I've been allowed to like do my job, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, how do I do this? <laughs> <laughs> now everybody needs you. Yeah. And you just put your BFF on the back burner. And I'm just <laughs> over here trying to go through life by myself. And oh, I needed no. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's check in. What happened? <laughs> I don't even, I'm not even going to get into the drama. Um, we'll have to do that off, off air. <laughs> okay. But uh, has there been dates? Mm, there have been dates. There's, I'm actually doing really good this week. Oh. Um, I mean, just to follow up with last week, you know, mm-hmm. we had the friend zone conversation. Yeah. I've done a lot of friend dating. Um, I still haven't kissed anyone. And, what? but I've gone on some really good dates. I've met some really cute girls and fun girls and mm-hmm. done actually multiple, well, okay. So I've done a couple of hangouts and then a couple of dates uh, okay. with them. And, oh, and one of them invited me to go to Costa Rica with her next week. What? So I bought a ticket today. <laughs> I'm going to Costa Rica for a week. Oh my God. I'm so jealous. She's like, Hey, so I invited this other guy, but he's not sure if he can go. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Okay, where is this going? And apparently her best friend's ex-husband, who was going to go on the trip. This is all really super convoluted. But okay, so her friend has a boyfriend, but her friend's ex was going to go with someone else. And he spent like $8,000 on this Airbnb in Costa Rica for the week. Mm -hmm. And now he's not going. Okay. So we have a place to stay for free. She's like, you just need to buy a, a ticket to go. But she's like, but I need to hear from my other guy first. And oh I, God. and he's somebody that I've traveled with before. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, I barely know you. Uh, so this is a girl that I went out with like six weeks ago, maybe five or six okay. weeks ago. And she friend zoned me right away. Okay. And I was like, okay. And then I ran into her at a party the other night. Uh-huh. And it was one of those things where I was super attracted to her. Okay. And I don't know how she felt about me. But so she doesn't, she hasn't had any kids and she's like 40 years old. And okay. she basically said, I need to focus on somebody that it can have kids or is willing to have kids with me. And I was like, I totally get it. And cause okay. I kind of led her, I was like, I don't really know if I want to have kids. I've already had, my kids are seven and 10. Like I'm ready to travel. I'm ready. I don't know if I want to have kids. Right. So I kind of gave her that impression. And so we see each other at this party and we kind of just instantly like magnets, like gravitate towards each other. And we dance and we're just talking and this Costa Rica thing comes up and I didn't say like, Hey, we should date. But I was like, 
we should try to like make this work because I'm so attracted to you. Right. Yeah. And it just kind of one thing led to another. She actually, so she called me today and was like, so my other guy was kind of waffling and I just told him I was going to invite somebody else. And I, and I told her that I basically had everything set up to switch days with my ex for my, for my boys. I can get time off pretty much whenever I want. I already blocked out my calendar for work and I'm like ready to roll. I'm like, all yeah. I need is, all I need is the go and I'll buy my ticket. So she called me at like two o'clock this afternoon and said, guess what? And I'm like, no way. She's like, yeah, you're in. And it's just four of us going me and her and her best friend and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I just had to pay for a ticket, which was like 500 bucks. And I already had e-credits from a trip that I was going to go on last year. Yeah. So basically I'm going to Costa Rica for free. So cool. For a week. Oh my <laughs> With gosh. With a girl I'm super attracted to. Nice. <laughs> um, so anyways, I, I hope it goes really well. Uh, whether it works out like romantically or not, it's going to be a fun trip. It's somebody I get along with. I'm definitely attracted to her and I hope that something else happens, you know, yeah. maybe we start dating because she's the type of girl that she owns her own business. She's like going through life like an adult, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she has her head on straight. She's not crazy like some of the girls that I've met mm-hmm. <laughs> and like she's ready for a relationship. She's never been married. Maybe that's a little bit of a red flag. I got to kind of figure that out. Um, I just think she hasn't really found her guy and she doesn't just jump into things, okay. which I think is good. That's healthy. Yeah. So things are going well. I'm, I'm enjoying dating. I've met a couple of cute girls. This one I'm going to Costa Rica with. Um, so yeah, That's things exciting. are good. And you haven't been on any dates in the last week. So do you want to give us I a I mean, check-in? I can because there are some updates. Um, okay. Yeah, like I am in like a weird place right now, which is actually going to be like kind of like a segue into today's topic is I'm struggling with mm-hmm. I started getting like, ah, oh, crap, I don't know, because part of me is the type of person who I just like to focus on one person. But then there's this other part of me that's like, I don't want to rush into anything. So I I want to keep like options open until there's like a front runner. But so that's where I'm struggling with right now because um, I was talking to a couple other people and I don't know, like I had like this little bit of like guilt in me. Like, do I just give up on them and just focus on him or do I not just focus on him? Like, I don't even know. Because you're too quick to friend zone. (laughs) So I don't know. So this is where we're going to talk about today. Um, And we are going to discuss juggling a rotation. (laughs) (laughs) Just so everybody knows, like, okay, this is your show. This this is your (laughs) podcast, Tiana. You come up with the topics. You kind of give me an outline. And I swear, none of this is ever planned. Yeah. And we haven't talked. We literally haven't talked since we recorded last week, right? Yeah. And I know I have like on the calendar dates like of things like every time we record, like for like three months out of like what it's supposed to be. And it just keeps happening that when we go to talk, I'm like living it. It's exactly what I'm going through. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, this. Yeah. none of this is planned. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden... So it's either feast or famine with me. There's either mm-hmm. nobody that I'm interested in or there's like three or four people I'm interested in. Like, yeah. Okay. So how do we juggle multiple people in dating at the same time? I don't even know. So <laughs> I feel like I have a love-hate relationship with this idea of like, do you talk to a bunch of people? Mm -hmm. when you're first dating or do you just focus at one at a time and there's certain times in my life where I'm like I just want to focus on one person and then there's other times where I I want like I said do I keep my options open until there's like that front runner Mm -hmm. it's so I think it's such like a hard thing because I'm like my biggest concern always is there's always there's two concerns for me I don't want to get like details mixed up I don't want (laughs) like be like, oh yeah, remember when you're talking about this? And they're like, no. They're like, that's that other guy that you were talking with. 
guess because it's obvious when that happens. You're like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then, or I don't want to start building too many feelings and mm-hmm. not be. I'm because I'm worried that like, oh, I'm gonna get too many attachments, and then I won't know how to let go, or people are gonna get hurt, or I'm gonna get hurt. Like, because yeah. I've had it on both ways, where I know the person's talking to other people, and then when they choose someone else. Like, it yeah, still sucks. it does. And then, but, I, and I don't want to do that to someone else too. So I get like, I don't know. I feel like it's so complicated. I was really hoping you had to have an answer for me today because I, I definitely need a therapy session with you. We haven't had one in a while. Hopefully by the end of this, we'll, we'll have clarity. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a topic that I am very passionate about because like I said, it's either feast or famine yeah. and I get tagged as a player, quote unquote player. Okay. I've had multiple women say that to me and multiple women have said, oh, I won't go out with you or I didn't take you serious because you come across as a player. And I'm like, why? Why do people keep saying that? And they're like, well, because you're with a different girl every week or you date a lot of different girls. And so... I'm so in my defense, or this is how I'm seeing things is why would I put all of my eggs in one basket? And why would I focus on one girl when I'm not sure if she's even interested or it's not, it hasn't reached that level or we haven't had that conversation of we're going to be exclusive or even that we're interested in dating each other. Right. Yeah. I haven't reached that level with anybody for a long time. And until I do, I'm going to continue to date as many girls as will go out with me that I'm interested mm-hmm. in, right? I always use the the analogy of fishing. Like if you're trying to catch a fish, would you rather fish with one pole and one line? Or would you rather cast a net and then kind of sort through the ones that you catch for the one you want? And that's that's the analogy that I use with girls. Like I'm going to date a whole bunch of girls until I find one that I like. Instead of just focusing on one at a time and ignoring everybody else and just going out with one girl until I know that she's not interested or until I know that I'm not interested and then moving on to one other girl. Because who am I missing out on if I'm focused on that one girl that that I'm not interested in or she might not be interested in me? Who else am I not paying attention to that might be interested? Does that make sense? No, it does. So- I guess that comes across as being a player because I'm going out with multiple girls within the same week. I haven't done, I haven't done two dates in one day for a long time. (laughs) I have done that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We talked about that, right? Mm -hmm. I haven't done that in a while, but yeah, I've gone out with different girls like in consecutive nights or something like that. Mm -hmm. But again, 12 days of Christmas. I did have, I only did five of them, but I did do, I did do five (laughs) dates within, you know, maybe a week or a week and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was a little bit of a different scenario because you set those up for me. It was kind of a, (laughs) it was kind of a gimmick, but, um, regardless, I come, people, people say I come across as a player because I date multiple girls And yeah, I'm trying to juggle them. And I've been caught so many times with actually just tonight. I was like, didn't we have this conversation? And she was like, no. And I said, no, we had this conversation at the ice castles or at at the restaurant after the ice castles. And she said, no, I wasn't sitting by you at the restaurant. (laughs) And I was like, no, we had this conversation at the ice castles. And she was like, no, we didn't. We figured we ended up figuring it out that it wasn't her that I was talking with, but it was a very similar conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even though I wasn't really on a date during the ice castles or that conversation, I was confusing women in that, oh in that scenario. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt kind of dumb, but she didn't make me feel too bad about it. See, that's like always my, like I said, mixing details because I think when you start juggling people, it's like, okay, how in depth can I get to know four or five people and keep all their stories straight? Yeah. Because they're going to have stories that are similar. And if you can't keep their stories straight, then they are going to be like, well, clearly I'm just one of something and she's not even paying attention to me. Yeah. Because at least that's how I would feel if it was reversed. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it is, it's so 
I feel like it is so hard sometimes. Like, it's not like you're juggling balls. You're literally juggling like swords. <laughs> like, just hoping you don't like catch. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I think it's hard because where I am, I don't like. I I've said before, I don't want to rush into anything. Like, I've rushed into things, and they blew up in my face. And then I feel like I get more hurt when I just go all in with one person, and then it doesn't work out. So I like taking my time. So I feel like it's almost easier for me if I am talking to more people. So I can't just give one person all my attention. Right. But then I feel like sometimes when I start giving too many people my attention, I get pulled away from that whole like getting into a relationship thing because hmm. my time is so divided up. I'm busy. I have a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't get, I don't have like so much free time. So then I feel like dates get like pushed farther back when I have multiple people I'm trying to date. So do you find yourself falling for more than one person at the same time? No. I don't think I've ever felt like I've fallen for more than one person at the same time. I think that I've gotten in situations where maybe I have it down to like two people that I'm seeing. Okay. And I have a hard time being like, well, who do I like more? Like, who's better for me type of a right. thing. Um, well, that's kind of similar. Like, yeah, but there's always like, there's a saying that always I always kind of think of. Um, and it's like a quote I saw on Pinterest one time. And it was like, if you're choosing between, if you can't choose between me and another person, choose the other person. Mm. And I like... When I when I first heard that, I was like going through a thing where someone was like, it's with MB and he wanted to be an open relationship. And I was like, well, fine. If you want to choose other people, then don't choose me. Like right. I want to be the person that like someone sees and they're like, absolutely 100% without a doubt, I'm choosing her. I want her. And I feel like if someone can't decide between me and someone else, it's because I'm not the better person. So don't pick me. Like- Yeah. That was one of the things that I was thinking about when you sent over kind of our outline for today (laughs) is why do I'm going to, I'm going to speak from the guy's perspective or even just my own perspective. I'm sure other guys do this and probably girls too, but why do I continue? And I'm not just talking about one date. I'm talking about Mm -hmm. maybe multiple dates. Um, and you're still not sure. Yeah. I've definitely been, and, and my timing was a little bit different. I, my divorce went through in March. I was dating Lisa throughout the summer. Yeah. I really liked her, but I wasn't ready to just commit to one person. Mm-hmm. And so looking back, I was like, well, why, why wasn't I willing to just commit? Right. I was, yeah. I was trying to figure out what else was out there. So setting that situation aside, if I'm dating someone and we go on multiple dates and I'm not ready to commit, what does that ultimately say? That they're probably not the one, right? Yeah. And if you're still. I actually just read a, like I have the motivation app. So it gives you like, it sends you (laughs) quotes throughout the day. And I saw one, it, it was over the weekend and it said the wrong, the right person at the wrong time is still the wrong person. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I was like, I've never thought about it that way. Cause you always are like, it's just the right person, wrong timing. And it's like, hmm. no, cause if it's the right person, you're going to jump. Like nothing is going to stop you from being with that person. You're going to be like, no, that's the right person for me. Like, right. So if you're, if I think when people are saying like timing's wrong, I've done it so many times where I'm like, it just was bad timing. No, it's that person wasn't right for you. Cause if they were, I totally agree. You would drop everyone. You would drop everybody else, right? So that was kind of going to be my advice to girls because I've had girls ask me that, right? Like, why are you still dating others? Or or even when my friends that are girls have confided in me and they're curious, they're trying to figure out why their guy that they like isn't just committing to them and why is he still dating other girls? It's because you're not the right person, right? Yeah. And they don't want to admit that. They don't want to swallow that pill. They don't want to think that they're not the right one. And yeah. 
just again, this might just be my perspective, but if I'm not dropping everything to be with you, then it probably isn't going to end up working out because I'm still looking, right? You might be fun to hang out with. You might be fun to date. We might be vibing. We might have a good time, but if I'm still swiping on the dating apps or I'm still dating other girls, then, you know, it's probably not right. I'm not the right person. Yeah. Cause it's just like, I know I've been in a position where I was going on dates with someone, but I didn't, I like, he had mentioned like, oh, are you on any dating apps? And I was like, I knew I had one that I just hadn't deleted. I wasn't getting on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I explained it to him and he was like, well, you should delete it. And the second he said that, it was like palms are sweaty. Like <laughs> He wanted you to commit. And yeah. And I was like, but what if I haven't met someone yet that I should meet? Like, and if you think, <laughs> think that, like that person is not right for you then. They could be the yeah. world's nicest, greatest, whatever person. But if you have, if your palms are li- like literally getting sweaty and you're like, oh my gosh, I need to get on that app and just make sure there's no one in my town. <laughs> Or like even when I was like active on them and sometimes guys would like hint at like, oh yeah, you know, are you, I'm probably going to get off the app, you know, I'm over it. But they don't. Yeah. Really start thinking about like the guys that like were in my inbox that I had yet to go on a date with and be like, like mentally checking off like, wait, do I want to go on a date with one of these like before I delete this? And then I, this is so horrible, but I remember one time I was like, yeah, I'm going to get off it too. Literally, like I got on there and I sent my phone number to a bunch of guys first and I was like, deleting this. So in case you want to keep in contact. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's actually a good strategy. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that just, that just proves that you weren't ready to commit to that one person, right? So I'm going to contradict myself just a little bit, but bear with me because that transition of being ready to commit to that one person doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen within a few amounts of dates. It it doesn't happen in a short period of time, right? So I, I bring that up because I feel like some girls do expect that, that maybe if you go on two or three dates and it's been a couple of weeks and you guys are, are feeling it together that all of a sudden they're expecting you to be exclusive and, and turn off the dating apps and whatever. Right. And if you're not in that place, that doesn't mean that you can't be in that place soon. That just might mean that you're not there now. Right. So there's definitely a balance of, am I headed in that direction? I may not be there now, but am I headed in that direction? And again, it always comes down to communication, right? And having that hard conversation of, well, I might not be ready now, but that doesn't mean I'm not heading in that direction. And here's how I feel about you. And I think we could, let's maybe give it a few more weeks or however, whatever the period of time you guys agree upon. Right. But so often I, again, I get called a player because I go out on two or three or even four dates with someone and I'm still dating other people. And, and I'm a, I'm a player because I'm dating around. Yeah. I think that's like, cause I've been in those girls shoes where you go on, not, I, I don't think it's ever been, no, I mean, there's been a few times where I've gone on a first date and I'm like, I'm done. I don't need a date. I don't need to talk to anyone else. I'm done. Like, I doesn't mean I need to jump into a relationship. I just know I want to put my attention on this person. Yeah. And then I've gone on and then it's taken like two or three dates where I'm like, you know what? I really just want to give him my attention and end things with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that I'm asking him. Okay, you got to do the same. Right. But I have been so in lust and infatuated with like a guy where I'm like, so are you talking to anyone else? <laughs> you just start dropping hints. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm not talking to anyone. I just so you know, or I'll just be like, you know, just so you know, I'm not talking to anyone else. Like, doesn't mean so, you don't have to. Because it's like, I'm trying to set them up to be like, oh, me neither. Even though it's like self-sabotaging, because when I find out they are talking to someone else, the days that we aren't together or the times that we aren't talking on the phone or texting, I'm like, mm-hmm. what girl are they talking to? <laughs> <laughs> and then I get like, oh, I'm just about to admit, I get like, I can, it's been a while since I've, it's been a while since I've done this, but in the past I would get like stalkerish and I would start looking at their, 
social media, like who's liking, who's always liking, who's like loving, who's this, who's that, who's always commenting. Then I'll go to their page and like, and I know I'm not the only girl because it's like a thing that girls talk about. And there's even like a meme that goes around that's, don't be worried about the girl that isn't liking your post. Be worried about the girls that are because those girls are getting stalked. So you better not be liking their stuff. Like, <laughs> you will find out. I'm like the FBI. <laughs> None of this surprises me about you, just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you that. So yeah. when you're feeling that way towards somebody and you don't want to date anybody else or you want to just focus on them, how do you bring it up? And you kind of mentioned those things. Like you start with, well, are you seeing anybody else? Or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how else do you do it? Do you make it clear that that's what you want? Or no, do you kind of go around about? I'd, I'd probably go around about more so. Um, and then other times I don't say anything and that's my downfall. Like that's been like my historic downfall because then years later I find out that they just thought I wasn't interested in them because yes. I wasn't telling them. Okay. That's why I'm so passionate about this is because I feel like that happens a lot. And if you don't tell me that you're that interested, that you want me to focus on you and you're focused on me, then why wouldn't I continue to date other girls? Yeah. So just tell me. I think for me, I'm trying to prevent. Uh, Oh, it's about being vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. It's for me. Yeah. It's, I don't want to hear. No, it's really because I don't want to hear that they're talking to someone else because I don't want to have to become a stalker of other females. (laughs) I just, I just wish that people could be up front and say, you know, Hey, I am not interested in going out with anybody else. I want to focus on you. Now I'm not expecting us to fall in love tomorrow. I'm not expecting us to get married. We don't, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to get to that so quickly, but at least state your intention, but also be ready if they're not in that same place. Right. Yeah. And that's, what's hard. It is. And it's hard trying to figure out where is that window of like, we've been trying, it's, it's, we're just wasting each other's time now because mm-hmm. obviously neither of us are that into each other. Cause here we are like however many weeks or months down the line and we still can't choose each other. <laughs> so right. like, obviously this is just a time saver, like our time waster or whatever, a filler. Sure. Because at some point, it's like, you know, like shit or get off the pot. Like mm-hmm. you either know you want to commit to that person or you don't. So let me tell you something. <laughs> I have maybe conditioned myself to be let down so often. That's not good. That I almost, I, I'm almost just like ready for it. And so here's, remember, okay. Last week I told you yeah. about a girl that I went to lunch with uh-huh. and then I took her out on a date and she had beautiful eyes and she wore makeup. Remember I told you about her <laughs> and I said, she looked just like you. <laughs> so we went out again and we actually had the conversation where I was like, you know what? I think we almost similar to this conversation where I was like, I wish people would just be honest with each other. And I wish girls would just tell me whether they're interested in continuing dating or not. And again, it's not like I'm asking you to fall in love with me, but I just want you to tell me if you're interested. And if I'm interested and you're interested, then we can date. Right. And we'll see where it goes. I'm not saying it has to get serious. So we had that conversation. So then we went on another date or we hung out. It was our birthday party. And, um, actually the day before that, before the day before we hung up, sorry, the day, the day of that we hung out, I kind of sent her a text because I wanted to see where she was at. And I was like, Hey, remember that conversation we had about being honest last night? And it's just better to know like where the other person stands. I just want you to know that I'm interested in dating you. I think you're beautiful. I think you're fun. You're interesting. You're somebody that I would like to date. Now, if you're in that same place, great. If you're, if you just want to be friends, like I totally understand that too. So I kind of set myself up to like emotionally, I'm like, I, she's probably just going to want to be friends. And that way, when she does say, I just want to be your friend, or I don't want to date you seriously right now, like I'm already ready for it, but at least I know. And that's exactly what happened. She said, you know what? I I'm trying to finish school. I'm, she's only been divorced for like six months. So I kind of knew that was going to happen anyways, but 
what I'm trying to say is I stated my intentions that I was interested in dating her and she's the type of girl that I would drop everybody else for and just concentrate on her if she felt the same way. So I asked and she came back and said, I'm not ready to be in anything serious. Give me a few months. I need to finish school. I got to figure my stuff out, et cetera, et cetera. And then we'll kind of see where it goes, but I would love to hang out with you between now and then. Mm -hmm. And that kind of sets the stage for both of us, right? Like I know where she's at. She knows where I'm at. We'll kind of see where it goes. But I wish that would have happened more often where it's just an honest conversation. And again, like I've, I've been so used to just hearing that message that I almost expect it now. And so I'm not hurt when I hear it. Like I did, I wasn't heartbroken when she told me she just wanted to be friends or, but still wanted to hang out. Is that bad? <laughs> You're looking at me like, <laughs> cause I'm trying to really thinking about it. I'm like, is it smart or is it because it's not someone you're actually invested in. So it doesn't hurt like someone that you're actually really hoping. Well, how much can you be invested after hanging out with him three or four times? You know what I mean? And so it's not like I'm in love with her. It's not like I'm just, all I'm saying to her and to myself is you're the type of person that I would like to pursue and date and spend more time with and even focus on if we both feel that way. Okay. No, that's but if enough. you're not okay. there, then, then I'm okay with that because like, I'd rather have that conversation early on before I do start getting feelings. Right. And then I do get hurt. Right. Maybe I'm having those conversations too early. Maybe I'm scaring her away that I want to be too serious. I don't know. What do you think? See, I, it's, I think it's like person by person. Some people might get scared right away and push someone away. And some people might be like, oh, I so appreciate that. Like, let's have that conversation. I guess it's more like, you know, know your audience type of a thing on that one. I feel like when somebody is ready for a relationship, so let's say a year down the road, this same girl, it, it finishes school. She's a year and a half out of her divorce. She feels like she's on her feet and kind of independent. Yeah. And we have, and, and, and we meet at that point, right? And I kind of say, those same things. Like, Hey, I'm interested in you. Would you be interested in me? Even after three or four, I can't remember if it was three or four times after we hung out, I feel like if she was emotionally available and in a place to do that, her answer would be different. Yeah. I don't, I, I think that people know where they stand. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So like for me, like right now, I absolutely know I'm in a place where I'm like open and ready to be in a relationship with someone, like just mm -hmm. focusing on one person. But again, like I don't want to rush into things. I was talking to like a few different guys um, and then a few of them, like it just like kind of fizzled out. And then now this other guy's come into the picture and he's like kind of changed the game a little bit in where I'm like, okay, I know that I'm totally interested in him. Yeah. I still have a couple that I'd like chit chat with, um, go on dates or whatever. And my dilemma is if I go on them and he, for some reason, figures out that I'm on a date, is he going to think I'm not into him? Or like, oh, she's yes. And so. <laughs> What do I do? But at the same time, I'm still trying not to put just like all my eggs in one basket and then right. be like, oh, shoot. What if something could have happened with those people? I don't know. So then I'm like super in this like conundrum of like, what do you freaking do? And why does it have to be like such a game? But, it, you know, that's how dating is. And it kind of is, is a game. And Okay, so let's play a little game. I'm gonna, Let's role play for a minute. I'm I'm one of the guys not the guy you're super interested in. I'm one of the guys that you're just kind of dating. Yeah. Hey, Tiana, I am way into you. Oh, I wait, I have to call you T, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do it in California. Yeah. Hey T, what's up? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? No, just kidding. How do people talk in California? <laughs> not like that. I mean, they're all different. Most people aren't from California, <laughs> so you get like... 
You get a you whole get a- mix of things. Okay. Okay. I'll try not to, I'll try not to do that. <laughs> no, I mean to you, you're beautiful. We're, we have a good time. We've hung out a few times. I want to go exclusive with you. Are you willing to do that with me? Turn off all your dating apps. What are you going to say? No. <laughs> you know, that's my point. You know where you're at with these guys, right? So you have a couple of guys that you've gone out with. You know you're not ready to commit to them. You have another guy that you would be ready to if he asked, but you haven't had those conversations with either with any of them, right? What should you do in this circumstance to make your like intentions known? <laughs> Are you to me or not? Are you going to date me? Are you going to claim me or not? <laughs> Is that what you want? Hell yeah. <laughs> Okay. Like, okay. Was that a tough situation? You were, you looked really uncomfortable. (laughs) It goes back to thing of like, I have very traditional beliefs. You want the guy to pursue you and tell you that. Okay. So it's really hard for me to like voice like what I want Mm -hmm. because I'm like, well, I'm pursuing him. Like I'm chasing him. And every time I've ever done that in my life backfired on me. Okay, so I'm not saying that you need to go and pursue him first. I was just trying yeah. to play a couple of different scenarios. I am also very traditional like that, where I'm the guy and I want to pursue and I want to make my intentions known. And so I'm the type of guy, like I said, that I'm going to make my, state my case, going to make my intentions known, and I'm going to ask kind of how they feel. I feel like after a three or four dates with the girl with the beautiful green eyes, if she was ready and she was in that place and I yeah. asked her that her answer could have been different if she was into me. Right. Yeah. And she's not. I'm going to be super honest. There was someone that I had gone <laughs> on a date with. And then I kind of was like, I, on our date, I had told him I'm not in a rush. I need time. And he was like, okay, cool. Like neither am I, I respect that. I don't want to jump into anything like, mm-hmm. but hypothetically, let's say we're like four months in and I am like, you want to be my girlfriend now? Would you, do you feel like that's rushing you? And I was like, four months in, if I don't know by in four months in, like there's an issue. Right? And he was like, I'm just gauging. I'm like, I'm talking <laughs> about like, like a month or like six weeks or something like to like right. figure out. And then he was like, oh, totally fair enough. Two days after our date, he's complaining about my communication style and that I'm not texting him enough and I'm not checking in throughout the day enough. And Hmm. I literally was like, you haven't had an issue with like how much we text prior. And we just had a conversation about how I'm not trying to jump into anything, but he's like, well, I'm just surprised you didn't text me like good morning. And like, I know I have a thing about good morning texts and good night texts, but that's like, you're in it Yeah, when it's clear. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. And then he's like, I didn't hear from you through the entire day. I literally that morning gave him a play by play of how insanely busy my day was. And I was just praying I could make it to all my meetings in time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I thought like I made it clear. I'm super busy today. And he was like, you can't text me while you're driving. I know that you can talk text in your car. And I'm like, no, that, that was not crossing my mind. I'm sorry. And then I'm like, you know, honestly, <laughs> this feels like way too relationshipy for me right now. And so I like kind of pushed away. Then I was like, kind of, I totally ghost. And then I thought about like, it's kind of a dick move. So I reached back out and I was like, Hey, look it, I am not ready for a relationship. It felt a little too intense. So I did technically ignore your, anything that he sent. Like he would send me messages on Facebook or he would text me and I just kind of ignored him. And I was like, but you're a human. And as a human, like I shouldn't do this to you. So I'm, I'm sorry for that. And, um, I was a dick. Like literally that's what I said. (laughs) it's okay. I just figured you're going through something, but like, can I take you out on a date this weekend? And I was like, I'm so busy this weekend. Sorry. So then he like sends me a text and he's like, Hey, I'm off today. Do you want to go on and go to dinner tonight? Mm -hmm. And I'm not into him. So then I literally told him we can hang out as friends, like strictly friends, like platonically. And he was, okay, that's cool. Um, but do you kiss your friends? And I was like, no, if I tell <laughs> my friend, you're like now my brother. I don't kiss my oh, brother. And he, ouch. yeah, that's literally what he said. He goes, LOL. <laughs> and then we're going like back and forth. And I realized I am seriously trying to hardcore friend zone him because I don't want to date him. 
but I also don't know how to just be like, I do know how to be mean, but in certain situations, I don't know how to be mean to some people and just be like, I'm not into you. I finally had to be like, this is not going to happen. I don't, I, I don't want to date you. Like I didn't tell him that, but I just was like, I don't want to date right now. I do, but like, I don't want to date him. And so (laughs) I think like it goes back. Like, yeah, if you want to date that person, you want to see them. You want to spend time with them. And so you will tell the person like, yeah, like if they present that I'm interested in you, I'd like to pursue you. They absolutely would be. Yeah. Yeah. Versus questioning it or trying to come up with excuses for why it's the not right time. Right. And maybe I'm a little bit um, quicker to get to that decision point than most people. And maybe I need to, you know, and I think you're right. It depends on your audience. Um, So the girl that I'm going to Costa Rica with, she's already told me that she's very slow moving when it comes to relationships. Mm -hmm. Like it takes her a long time to kind of warm up. Right. So obviously, so I've already hung out with her three times now. Okay. And I'm not ready to have that conversation with her. Because I know she needs more time to kind of figure that out, right? Like if I were to ask her that today, she'd be like, well, no, you know? Yeah. But I feel like uh, seven days together, you guys will figure it out. I'm pretty sure. Well, that's what I told her. And she's also an esthetician. So she's going to wax my back for me before the trip. My God. (laughs) So I said, we're really going to get to know each other really well. You're going to wax my back. We're going to go stay in the same house for seven days and we're going to vacation together. Like you learn a lot about somebody what, you know, in any relationship, even a friendship. Yeah. If that's going to be a long-term thing or not, if, if you go through all of that kind of right away. <laughs> Girlfriend who I love her so much. I spent two days in Vegas with her and I was like, never, <laughs> never again. I never go anywhere with her. We can go to lunch or coffee. Mm-hmm. If it requires like overnight stay, not with her. (laughs) Not going to happen, right? Yeah. No, it's it's a normal, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's normal, but it's one of those things that's going to kind of force her and I to figure out if there is something there. Yeah. Which I'm totally okay with because I like to force that issue. (laughs) Eureka, let's say you guys go and it's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to be able to like walk away from everyone else you're talking to? Absolutely. 100%. She's the type of girl that I would drop everything for. Okay. And that doesn't happen to me very often. Does it? I don't think it does. Okay. There's, there's very few girls that I would be like, hey, I'm going to drop everything for you okay. after just a few times hanging out. Yeah. You think it, you think it happens more than that? Um, it hasn't. I don't actually, I don't think it's happened yet since I've been divorced. Actually, it did. It happened once. The first girl that I really dated in last January, mm-hmm. she was like my rebound basically. <laughs> After yeah. my divorce, uh-huh. we were exclusive for a month or, or something like that. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Wish me luck. I will. I'm going to be jealous of you. Oh, I hope. Yeah. I, it's regardless of what happens between her and I, like relationship wise, it's going to be like, hopefully the trip of a lifetime. People that are like you, that is like literally trip of a lifetime, like adventure that you can do there. So fun. So anyways, it's going to be a fun trip. Your career as a juggler might be ending. You know what? It's, it's what I've been looking for. I mean, isn't that what everybody, I don't know, maybe not everybody, but that's what I'm looking for. And I may come across as a player because I date multiple girls at the same time or back to back or whatever, but it's all because I want to find my one girl. Yeah. And when I find that one girl, there's nobody else that I'm going to be, you know, interested in or want to go out with, or I'm not going to have FOMO because I'm going to have the girl that I want. Yeah. And I think, well, that had always been my take on it. Like when it came to juggling, that Mm -hmm. I'm just having fun. I'm getting to know people, seeing where it's going. But if the right one falls in there, like I'm going to know that I'm willing to like drop everything else and just focus mm-hmm. on this one. It just gets to that point of like, you know, other people's opinions of what <laughs> you're doing. I think that's where my struggle comes with it is, are, or am I going to hurt someone? Like is someone else building feelings or an attachment or like hoping that it's going to go somewhere 
when I know I'm not going to pick them in the end. Yeah. That's what's hard about it. I feel like there's a lot of pros, but there's a lot of cons to like like dating around. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I mean, there's a couple of lessons learned for me in this, and hopefully I'm helping somebody out there (laughs) kind of work through this. But again, to me, it's about having the conversations. And yes, it's all about timing, right? Maybe... Maybe after two or three dates, it's too soon. Yeah. Um, but also don't wait two or three months and start having feelings for somebody and not have that conversation because they're probably still dating other people because you haven't stated your intentions, right? So state your intentions early enough before you lose that person to somebody else or before they friend zone you because they're not sure you're interested in, in them, right? So right. have that hard conversation. It's not all, it's not easy, right? Yeah. That's something I've learned over the last just few months is how to have those hard conversations. And even though they're hard, I've always benefited from them because Mm -hmm. you've stated your intentions and you are on the, you try to get on the same page with the person that you're having that conversation with. And in the end, it ends up being positive because you both understand now how you feel about that scenario. For sure. I think that like communicate, I mean, obviously like, People always say that like communication is key, but it's also the thing that people struggle with the most. Most, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, it's something that I've been working on in counseling because I've always been a good communicator when things are good. Mm-hmm. I can communicate the positive things great, and I've always been that way. Yeah. But when things are negative, or when I know I'm going to hurt someone's feelings, or this was the previous me when mm-hmm. I knew or thought I was going to hurt somebody's feelings, or I was going to have to critique or criticize or bring up something negative, I was very avoidant and I would sweep it under the rug and I would walk away and I wouldn't have that conversation. And obviously that negatively affected my marriage Mm -hmm. and was a cause of our divorce. So it's something I've been working on and I wouldn't say I'm perfect at it by all means, but I'm at least now willing to have those hard conversations because I know that the outcome is going to be good regardless of whether it fixes that relationship or whatever, you're at least having that conversation and you're on the same page. Right. Yeah. Communication is key. (laughs) Still trying to figure out when having those conversations. That's the hard part. And I think you're right. Like, (laughs) yeah, you read your audience, maybe not too soon, not too long, but also don't be afraid to state your intentions, especially for the guys out there, because the girls might be more traditional like you. Yeah. And like some of the girls that I've dated and they're just, maybe they're just waiting for you to say something. So for the guys out there, state your intentions and it doesn't have to be, I'm in love with you. You know, I want you to marry me, whatever. Right. It's, Hey, I'm interested in you and you're the type of girl that I would like to maybe be exclusive with someday. You know, let me know how you feel. Are you, am I somebody that you would also, you know, want to date longer term than just a few dates and kind of see where it goes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, my takeaway is I'm still confused on this because it's, it's <laughs> I want to be like, you know, juggling's okay. And I think it is okay. But then you have to know, like, how many, like, how many balls can you have in the air? Like, how, how many people can you be juggling around and how many can you still be worrying about adding to the mix? Like, I understand, like, you know, like I said, once the right person pops up, like, you'll know, you'll want to get rid of them. But how much is too, like how many people are too many people? And when should you not be doing that? It's so. I said confession time. I yeah. once was juggling 11 different girls at the same time. What? <laughs> yeah. I, I was kind of bragging about it. I'm not proud of this, but I was kind of bragging about it to a friend who was going through divorce and he was asking for advice. And I'm like, Hey, go on the dating apps and do all this stuff. And, and, and he's like, how is it going for you? And I'm like, Literally, I can't. I, I was counting the texts. I was like, literally, I'm talking to 11 different girls right now. My gosh, <laughs> that was too much. Just, just for the record, that was too many. <laughs> you think? Yeah, I, I definitely confused some conversations in there. So I think you're right. Juggling is okay, and it's fine, and it's like it's it's harmless if you can do it and you can't confuse things, and also only while you're trying to find your person. Once you find your person, you should be willing to drop all the other balls, right? Yeah. And if you're not, then you're probably not. You probably haven't found the one. Or you might not even be ready. Sure. What was your What was your saying? If you're, if it's the right person at the wrong time, 
the right person at the wrong time is still the wrong person. It's good, so right? So continue juggling. It's really good. Yeah, I'm like, damn, that's deep. <laughs> and kind of and kind of answers some of my like maybe gives me some closure for some of my past relationships where I'm like, dang, yeah. if the timing was just different, maybe, right? But obviously they weren't the right person. Yeah. This is going to be the cover of this episode. That saying? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. It's a good one. So now that we've gotten through juggling and that, you know, we still don't know all that much about it. <laughs> <laughs> Comment on our on this post and give us some of your tips. Is it good to juggle? Is it bad to juggle? Uh, when do you juggle? How many, how many balls do you juggle? Give us some advice. Tell us your stories. <laughs> but like in balls, we mean people. <laughs> <laughs> the number of people you're dating. Let's be very specific yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know how many balls you've juggled. <laughs> All right. And so now um, we're going to go into a little announcement. Next week, starting March 9th, every other Tuesday, I will be sharing real, raw, and redeeming stories about my past. I once believed my past was veiled in shame, but on the journey becoming who I am today and being unapologetically me, it became clear that my story is a story of redemption and hope. I will also be hosting the He Said, She Said series here where I'll have unscripted one-on-ones with my ghosts of the past and kicking off Tiana's tales on Tuesdays with the man who is the reason that this podcast came to be. On Thursdays is where you'll have the therapy sessions between Brent and I. And this is where we will include listener stories and submitted questions. And Brent and I can weigh on those for the male-female perspective and continuing to share our personal tales of fails in regards to specific situationship and relationship topics. So if you want to come on Thursday therapy sessions, this is where you'll have your chance to be a guest speaker and you'll want to reach out to us on either one of the social media platforms or you can email us at talesoffailspodcast at gmail.com. So now that we have these changes coming up, this is our op- your opportunity to listen in. Please subscribe and share our, our podcast. We are on multiple platforms, so make sure you go ahead and share that. Sharing is caring, right, Tiana? Correct. Invite your friends to listen. Invite your family to listen if they're over 18, because Tiana says the F word a lot. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Help us grow our community, help us share our podcast, subscribe and share. And again, you can find us on Facebook at Tales of Fails on our page and in our group and on Instagram at Tales of Fails podcast. And with that, stay safe, stay smart, and try not to fail too hard. Oh, and juggling can be dangerous. Proceed with caution.